Welcome to Moon Harbor Extended. Today's issue is The Dishonorables, issue 10, My Happy Ending. On the cover, the team stands in the midst of the rubble of Moon Harbor, dust and smoke swirling around them. Behind them, the sun rises in the sky. We turn the page and our story begins. This issue opens immediately where the last one left off. Jimmy is getting flung through a building. Um, the impact is probably painful, but it's probably going to be worse when you land on the other side. Because the other side is mostly rubble. So while right now you're going through drywall, you haven't like busted through rebar. April, you are on top of this building. You can see Jimmy going through the building and can get to him quick enough to stop him and, like, protect him. But in doing that, Aurelio is going to see you. You're going to give away your stealth. As Jimmy is crashing through the building and we see April making this decision, we cut back uh, about 30 seconds or so to see April landing on this roof. And there's an editor's note that says, a brief moment earlier. Well, what was the band doing up there? What what were they? What was their whole deal? Uh, so what we didn't know is that Steve, in addition to being an excellent bassist, is also a really great artist and is a massive nerd. Uh, so we knew he was a nerd. They just kind of gave you that impression. <laughs> but um, on the ground of this roof, he has like drawn like a battle plan of like, okay, here's how we can do it, and it's very much in D and D terms. It's like. All right, so in round one, these two people are going to do this thing, and I'm going to do this thing. And they, like, called you over to, like, jump in and figure out how you can help. So they've just been planning on the roof. Yeah, I think I think when April gets up there, I think her response after, like, listening to Steve's plan and just standing there with her arms folded, she just goes, You all need to leave. What are you doing? We're, we're here to help. Yeah? How's that gone for everyone else? And Power Chord looks at you, April, and she's like, I need my guitar back. I can't do anything without it, but someone's got to stop him. And April just kind of like quirks her eyebrow up and says, are you willing to die for it? Are you willing to kill him for it? To save the world? Of course. I, I mean, it's not like... I've never really done anything useful in my life, so if I can do one thing that's helpful, I'm gonna do it. I'm just a stupid rich girl, but if I can do something that matters, then I should. April kind of thinks about that for a second, and then kind of turns back to Steve and goes, It's a good plan. Steve nods and is like, Okay, um... Gabriel, can you make the staircase? I'm going to run down and hit him with a shovel. And that's when Honey stabs him through the shoulder. When April sees uh, Jimmy go flying, she will uh, float down and doesn't even really have time to think about trying to, like, cushion him at all or throw up a force shield. She is going to fly down to literally use her body to stop him. Aww. Excellent. You are more than capable of doing that. Is it a graceful catch, or do the two of you, like, go, like, tumbling? Oh, no, we go tumbling. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, uh, 
at the end of the the tumble, uh, Jimmy does look up to April and he uh, he like coughs up like and I think like a cloud of dust comes out and he says, uh, <clears throat> you saved me. I'm look, don't make a thing of it. I'm just doing what you would do. WWJD, what would Jimmy do? <laughs> WHFD. And then she, uh, she like tries to like stop blushing and goes, talking didn't work, huh? Um, maybe. I'm not, I'm still not sure. But, um, I mean, I didn't die yet, so. I yeah well, I think hey. she she chuckles nervously and goes well hey there's still time God <laughs> so good <laughs> and then uh, she like kind of dusts herself off a little bit and uh, helps Jimmy to her feet and says well stealth didn't work let's hit your uncle from the front yeah you got it let's do this. I think as soon as Jimmy got hit and while this has been happening, Velvet just has kind of flown into a rage, basically, and is just lashing out at him. I I like to think her and Honey have been fighting Aurelia while this is going down. The moment Jimmy got hit, Honey started running. But when she saw Jimmy get caught, she just like turned heel where she was and came back with the sword swinging. And it's been, yeah, like... The two of them against Aurelio just like going at it. <laughs> and I think he's actually holding his own in the fight. Like he grabbed like a piece of like scrap metal that had been just from rubble from a building and is like blocking the uh, scissor attacks and dodging and like deflecting the goop blades. And it's pretty evenly matched. He's not in any capacity, losing. And uh, Does he still have the powers, or does he lose is it one when he let go of the guitar, and now he just has, like, super strength and stuff? He just has the super strength. Uh, he does not gotcha. have the, like, any of the extra powers. It's basically just him, like, brute forcing against you all. Gotcha. And as he's fighting you, he's like, we don't have to do this. We don't have to uphold the standards and the status quo that Saber built. I know you haven't been here long, honey, but what they do... the whole fucking city. I'd be with you if you were just blowing up Saber, but you fucking blew it, man. Honestly, I don't care about Saber. Don't care about the city. I care about Jimmy and my friends, and you hurt Jimmy. So I don't care if you're his donkey or whatever. You're going to stop. He looks at Honey and then while fighting, like jumps backwards away from you all by a couple feet. And he's like, I know how important your friends are to you, Honey. It's the one thing I've learned about you. And Velvet, the one thing I've learned about you is that you want this. And he reaches into his like pocket in inner pocket and pulls out a vial. No, no bullshit. bullshit. <gasps> Fuck you, you're bluffing. bluffing. Do you really want to take that chance? I think she stops attacking. Um and he also stops. She's still clearly angry at him. 
Um, but I think what she's going to do is look towards Lily. And I don't know if she can infer any of what's going on. But I think maybe something unspoken passes between them. When you transformed into Velvet, did you... I know your voice sounds intimidating and, like, different when you're angry or when you're, like, being, like, Uh monstrous. Do you sound like you when you're just being normal? For the most part. There's, like, a little bit of monster tinge, but not much. Like, I've specifically tried to be in monster voice when Lily is around. I think Lily makes eye contact with you. And this is where I have to remember your person name, because I forgot it. Izzy. (laughs) Izzy. Uh And Lily makes eye contact with you, and she says really quietly, but loud enough that you can hear, she says, Izzy? Yeah. I have so many... And then she shakes her head, and she's like, now's not the time. Uh, uh, Okay. Um, what... Should we go back? Should we go back to then? I don't think she gives you an answer there. And then I think Velvet looks to Honey. Like, what should I do? If this is what you want, and she looks at Aurelia and then looks back at her, I support you. Take You only have to take it now. Take it from him, and we'll let him leave if he gives you the serum, and we can always hone him down later. Aurelio smirks, and I think we get, like, a close-up on just his lips with his smirk, and he's like, Oh no, you all don't call the shots here. Velvet, if you want this serum, kill Cutie's vengeance. I think she's gonna try and take his hand off. I'm going to throw the scissors to try. So I want to aim at his neck to try and cut the friendship bracelet choker off. Let's go with uh, Velvet's attack first, and then we'll follow up, um, depending on how that goes, with uh, cuties. So, Velvet, can you go ahead and roll to directly engage a threat for me? I sure can. Uh, Another 12. Would have been the same result. Yeah, I'm going to take the hand with the vial from him, and I want to impress, surprise, or frighten him. Or, you know what, I'm going to create an opportunity for my allies that might take the form of those things. Uh, yeah, I think a, a a black, gooey blade just lashes out and takes his hand off, and she's like, Again, Again man, you were so, so close, close, you blew it. it. We were literally offering him to leave. Why does no one ever want to leave? I, I don't know. I don't know. I guess they're just dumb. And he is not howling in pain, but like gritting his teeth and like clenching his wrist to his chest. And he looks up and he says, well, I'm going at one or the other now. So I might as well make sure that none of us get out of here alive. And he reaches into his other pocket with the non-blown-up hand and pulls out what's basically the shape of a pen, but it's very clearly a trigger for something. That all sounds like a great time for the other two. I, I, uh, yeah, so we did yeah. create an opportunity, and April was rushing in. So 
Um, I'm going to follow up with April because she hasn't really had a chance to attack yet. Uh, and then I'm going to go to Honey after that. Mm-hmm. So, April, you see as you're like emerging from this building, Velvet slice Aurelio's hand off and grab it. And uh, then he pulls something out of his pocket. Um, April is going to be like flying swiftly to like try to close the distance. And when she sees him pull out a uh, a trigger device, she uh, doesn't really think about her actions so much. She just like in mid flight expends all of the any burn that she has to uh, she is going to hit him with uh, with reality storm and try to basically just like blast him hard enough to separate him from the trigger device. And that should be all of my burn. Excellent. All right. So you burn those two burn. And what does this look like? Just that she like uh, all of the like as she's flying, she's like shimmering blue and her like, you know, the the electricity is kind of flowing through her like her eyes are glowing. And uh, as she's like rushing forward, um, she starts to like slow and all of the all of the the coloration from the bioelectricity starts to like rush towards her hands um, and like. She at this point, because she's unable to like uh, to keep her flight moving, she kind of like she kind of sinks to the ground um, and just unleashes a a huge beam of of blue energy at him. Excellent. I get to use freak instead of danger. And my freak is a two. And I, I wow. really hit him very hard. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, that is a natural 12 plus two is a 14. Perfect. Uh, so choose two from that list. Um, I am going to, I'm going to take the trigger from him, but not like take it for myself, just knock it out of his hand. So I guess I'm taking the opportunity for him to hit the button. And I'm going to impress, surprise, or frighten him. Perfect. He goes sprawling, and the trigger goes from his hand and, like, sprawls even further. And just, like, kind of scatters across the ground. And kind of lands, like, at the foot of a fountain. Though the fountain no longer has water because it's been destroyed. But it, like, lands at the foot of this fountain right in front of City Hall. And he is on the ground, and he looks rough and april you are still on the ground there as well yeah she's like she's like dropped to a knee and is trying to regain her her strength and her breath with the force of that like blast and the way the blast like rippled the ground there is a crack and the building that you were just on starts to crash towards you oh shit and, like, this building is coming down. I don't think Jimmy... Jimmy, did you go through the building towards the rest of the group? Or are we still in the alley behind it? I think I went through the building. I want to be running up to, uh, like, push Velvet out of the way. Push me out of the way? 
Wasn't it crashing towards you? This cool. building's gonna land on all of you. Oh shoot! Oh well, it's a big building. It's gonna. Oh yeah, that makes all sense. Of you. For some reason, I I had in my mind that it was only a single story, but <laughs> yeah, never mind. Uh, can I form into like a canopy to protect people using my impenetrable armor, or can I not exert the force to do that? Uh, I want to pause for a sec before we do that. Um, honey, you have something you wanted to do. I don't want to cut you off there. Mm. Do you want to wait till after Velvet saves everybody or tries to save everybody or do you want to do it now? Where's Aurelio right now? He's like on the ground, uh, Mm -hmm. probably like 15, 20 feet away from you, uh, like in the middle of the street. And the trigger has been knocked another like 15, 20 feet into like the courtyard of Town Hall. I'm gonna run towards Aurelio. Perfect. We get a panel of you running, like, superhero style as the building just crashes towards everybody. What do you want to do there? Uh, I want to rip the friendship bracelet off his neck. You can just do that. Yeah, I think she just, like, reaches in, pulls it, and then walks away, I think. Excellent. You pull it off, and then we get a panel as you, like, turn away and see the building... You're now far enough away that it's not going to hit you, mm-hmm. but it is going to hit your friends. Velvet, uh, what do you want to do there? Uh, I want to, like, stretch out into, like, a protective canopy that, like, hopefully the building will, like, break over me or it'll stop falling for just a bit or I can, like, bubble the other two up. <laughs> Go ahead and roll to defend for me. Okay, and that requires savior, yes? Mm-hmm. I'm really bad at that. <laughs> uh, also, we never entered Battleguns to team. I'm just going to give you all four team, because you would have okay. had it. Yay. I think as this is um, happening, April just, like, wheezes and and looks to uh, Jimmy and Velvet and just up says, I'm sorry. I think, I think Jimmy has, like, this look of grim determination. Uh... As he sort of nods confidently at Velvet and says, um, April, you don't have to apologize yet. This isn't over. Oh. Uh, sorry. I have influence, so I get a plus one, right? Yep, because you have influence over both of them. Right. Same as Senpai. Six. I would like to help. Okay. okay. How are you helping? Uh, Navi is, uh, like pushes y'all together and like maybe moves you to a place where the building is like maybe more windows and less actual uh concrete falling on you. Fuck yeah, Nobby. Perfect. Go Nobby. So that bumps it up <laughs> to a seven. Nobby coming in clutch. <laughs> okay, so So on a seven, uh you can either escalate the situation or expose yourself to danger. I will expose myself to danger. Because, I mean, look what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. But I will add a team to the pool, I guess. Sounds good. So we're back to that four team there. And Nobby's adjustment works, and the building just crashes on all of you. And I think we can, like, see a strain as you're, like, holding the weight of this building back. But it doesn't completely, like, destroy you. It doesn't hurt you. 
the rubble does fall off you and you are relatively unharmed at the moment. But is the building still up or is it around us now? It's kind of like collapsed around you all. Hey, point of order, isn't this the building that the band was on top of a moment ago? Uh, it is, but they had actually just used the like staircase that Gabriel made to run okay. down. They were in the process of going to attack Aurelio when all of this oh, happened. Yeah, happened to the shovel. <laughs> <laughs> he still got it. <laughs> so uh, I think Velvet is gonna like shake from the strain and then just collapse back to her normal form. Like it turns out buildings are really heavy. As you collapse back to your normal form, rubble had like fallen around you. As you reform, there is a piece of rebar just sticking through you. Oh. And like, unlike typically when you have like things stuck in you, this hurts. Can you take a powerful blow for me? Yeah. Yeah, I can. But I am not my body, so I'm going to roll with less. Nine. Ouch. Not the worst thing. Could have had one yeah. worse, and it would have been <laughs> detrimental. No! <laughs> I, I think I'm just going to... Honestly, I think I'm just going to mark two conditions at this point. Perfect. I'm going to mark... I'm going to mark insecure, because... Also, kind of also dealing with the mortifying ordeal of being known right now. Um, and also afraid. Excellent. And Jimmy, as Velvet reforms, you look around the rubble of this, and Nobby is with you, April is with you, Velvet is with you, Fabby, no, not Fabby. Honey is standing, like, <laughs> outside the rubble, but, like, unharmed. You don't see Aurelio anywhere. What about the detonator? The detonator is still on the ground. Jimmy is going to, like, going to, like, reach out and give a quick hug to Velvet for saving him. And then he's going to sprint uh, to to that detonator and try and pick it up before anyone else can get it. Watch the rebar. Yeah, I think once the dust clears, Honey's gonna run towards Velvet and look at this and pull out her scissors and be like, I can cut the top and and that way it'll be easier to maneuver you. We can get you to, to a hospital. But we don't we can stay here. We can go save her. We we don't have to leave. I'm uh, I'm more stunned. You can probably just push it out. <laughs> it's just distressing. Okay. I don't really have uh, organs anymore, so she cuts the top of it, <laughs> and then she basically pulls her out of it and doesn't let go in case she needs to start running with the the goo girl in her arms. Thanks, cutie. And I mean that in the adjective, not the name, but also that. She blushes. <laughs> yeah, I think Velvet is just going to let herself be supported right now. <laughs> and simultaneously, you all hear a, like, weak cough. And all of your heads turn simultaneously. Just outside the rubble, 
but clearly having been hit by a fair bit of it, is Lily. And she looks rough. Like, Uh beaten, bruised, bloodied. Did did she, like, leave the hole Jimmy's parents were in? Uh, Yeah, I think, like, she had probably come out, like, ever so slightly. Um, It was basically a column of earth had risen up, and she was able to get out of it. Uh Uh-huh. And she'd, like, come out, probably, like, get closer to you. But it is very apparent that if she does not get to a hospital imminently, she's going to die. Oh, okay. I I need to get over there. I need to get over there. I'm Uh, already on my way carrying you there. And as you all are over there, you can see Aurelio with one last piece of tech standing right outside City Hall. And honey, you specifically recognize it, but I think everyone at this point would recognize it as a teleportal. Is it my teleportal? or Not yours, one? but one oh, okay. very similar. You all or kind Velvet. of have the option save Lily or stop Aurelio. Velvet doesn't know or care. Yeah, I think Cutie might even say let him run. We have more important things to deal with. And she starts trying to see if she can get if she can do anything to help both but Velvet, because she even if Velvet doesn't need it, she's kind of like, no, you were just stabbed in the chest, and also Lily. I think Jimmy has this like sort of sad, wistful look as he sees his Tito Aurelio like standing at that teleportal, and uh, Jimmy has the uh, the um, the detonator in his hand, and he breaks it in half. And then turns his back on him and goes back to his friends. April is picking herself out of the rubble because at at the moment she doesn't really, she's not powered up at all. So she is probably about the most normal as she gets. Um, So she's just like, she's uh, extracting herself from the building uh, and kind of like, kind of widens her eyes when she sees, uh, Velvet and uh, Cutie rushing over to where Lily is. And she just kind of... I think she needs to mark guilty because I think she feels like that was her fault. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And as you all are conglomerating into a group here, Aurelio just says, I really expected better from all of you. And he activates the teleportal. April grits her teeth and goes... uh, walks, starts walking towards him and says, you're not going anywhere. You're going to stand here and you're going to answer for what you've done. He smirks and he's like, April, I know you. I know how you work. How are you going to stop me? you going to drain me? I'm faster than your powers work. I can just step backwards. She shakes her head and says, no, I'm not going to drain you and I'm not going to beat you myself. I'm going to act as vengeance for this entire fucking city. And then she starts draining everyone in Moon Harbor. And she's going to do her moment of truth. Oh, shit. Nice. Go ahead and read that moment of truth for me. Your mind's eye opens and you can see the world around you like never before. You can control it at will with ease. 
Of course, warping reality tends to have ramifications down the line, but in your moment of godhood, how could you possibly be worried? Um, she is not draining the entire city to, like, kill anyone. It's a spirit bomb. She is... Yeah, she is trying to... I mean, everyone in the city is definitely going to feel it, but um, she is, uh, yeah, powering up from all of the collective energy of everyone in Moon Harbor. And uh, I I think how this... She is basically... Uh, the the amount of energy and light and glow that she's putting off right now is not something I think Aurelio was expecting to see. And I think in that moment, as he is stunned, she is going to channel that energy directly at him. What does Aurelio look like after that blast hits him? Hopefully not like very much at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, that's totally valid. If you want to be like, I erase him from existence. uh, He is gone. She is trying to uh, basically uh, hit him with so much heat and energy and power that she is hoping to reduce him to basically a a very, very warm skeleton. I think even more than that, like, we get a panel of him, like, gritting his teeth in this blast. And then the next panel is just, like, his body dissolving into ash. And I, I think she leaves a deep, sizable crater where he used to stand. And we get a pullback panel of the city with Velvet and Lily being carried by Honey, with Jimmy, like, next to them, and April just a little bit behind them, um, facing the other way, but easy to catch up. Is Lily in worse shape now? Because, quote, draining everybody in Moon Harbor. Not visibly in worse. Yeah, I wasn't trying to... I I wasn't draining enough from everyone that it is going to put anyone in worse worse danger. Okay. Um, I think in draining everyone, she she was trying to be sensitive of, like, there are a lot of casualties or a lot of people hurt. This this was her moment of godhood, so I imagine she knows just exactly what to take out of everyone so they're okay. (laughs) Gotcha. Lily's also unconscious, so even if she was in a worse situation, you wouldn't really know. But we get this pullback shot, and the city is just rubble around you. And does anyone else want anything out of this scene before we do a bit of a time jump? I think after unleashing that blast, uh, I think... April would probably fall to the ground unconscious herself. Well, now Jimmy has someone to carry. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think that's, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy walks over to April and picks her up and brings her with the rest of the group as we all head off to the hospital. And we turn the page and there's an editor's note at the top of the page that says a few weeks later. And we get a pullback shot of a saber hospital kind of in the suburbs. Um, this is not like it's run by saber, but like it is not nearly as enforced. It is not nearly as protected. This is very much the, when people get injured in superhero fights and need superhero assistance, this is where they go. Again, saber sponsored, but like no one is surveying you here. And we open on a panel of, April, 
waking up for the first time in like two and a half weeks. And uh, who is in April's hospital room? I think Cutie is. Absolutely, Jimmy. And yeah. it's not even like the the uh, asleep waiting for you to wake up thing. Jimmy is like right there. Like <laughs> She's awake, everybody. She did it. I think Honey is asleep and she wakes up at this. I think Velvet, to avoid being seen as much, uh, I think she has a bucket that she is in. <laughs> That she goops <laughs> up out of. And she's like, Oh, thank, oh, thank God. God. Oh, thank God. Hi, April. <laughs> April, for her part, like, sits, like, sits bolt upright and starts, like, trying to rip off the, uh, the hospital monitors. Uh, and she's, because she realizes very quickly what she did. And she's just like she starts panicking and is muttering like, I need to get out of here. I need I need to get out of here and starts pulling off the hospital equipment. Uh, I think Honey's up on her immediately and pushes her back very sternly, but not yelling. Just like, no. Hey, you're in the hospital. Real material. OK, you're not alone. They're not in control. And we can all leave whenever we want to, if we need to. I think you're supposed to leave that stuff on, too. I uh, I tried to try it on earlier, and the doctor got really angry, so... I think that makes April start to uh, calm down a little bit and even laugh a little bit, and she just flops back into the bed. Just relax, okay? No one's chasing us. We're not going to space. There's nothing to stop right now. You just... Just relax. The future will come later. And there's a moment of, like, quiet in the room. And you all hear the clacking of really tiny nails on, like, the linoleum floor. And a rabbit is in the room. It's like tiny little bunny. And then a moment later, an older nurse, probably in her, like, 40s, walks in. Uh, and you all recognize her, though she is out of costume, as Bunny Knight. Aww. Who you all interacted with at the uh, amusement park as well. Yay. And she's Peace like... Up. Go ahead, sorry. I was just gonna say, I think uh, Honey just like lets go of uh, of April and just says, she's up, Doc. Jimmy already is holding the rabbit, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. And... She walks in and she's like, okay, so uh, we got a notification that uh, you had ripped off one of the sensors. So I assume Jimmy had done it again, but... It wasn't me this time, I, I swear. Yeah, I can see that. She had a rough waking up. I assume that's expected. Yeah, and... Hey, April. Hi, you're not here to kill me, right? She laughs and she's like, I think that goes against the principle of do no harm. And also, she wouldn't get away with it. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna lie to you and say that you're not gonna be in trouble once you're out of this bed. But while you're here, 
we have a duty to take care of everyone. Heroes, villains, civilians alike. So, while you're in recovery, nothing's going to happen to you. She, April nods solemnly. But, as Velvet pointed out, there are going to be repercussions. What you did, drawing energy from everybody, that's, they're going to make an example of you. Unless... I won't make you say it, because I, I get it. I Wink, I get it, I get it. She, April kind of looks to uh, Jimmy and says, Jimmy, I don't think that there's a but. We've, we've been in tight spots before. We're going to get out of this. Somehow. I, I don't have a plan. I, I'm, I'm just saying that, you know, we always come up with one. We'll deal with that when it comes. She'll nod at Bunny Knight. <laughs> Bunny nods as well, and she's like, for what it's worth, there are no internal injuries for April. It's mostly just a ridiculously high amount of exhaustion. But if you are awake now, there will probably be one more checkup, and then you should be good to go. As far as I can see right now, you look like you're probably good to go. Not that you should go anywhere, you should be here. But if you needed to go anywhere... You'd be in an okay spot to go. Thanks, doctor. I'm, I'm a, a nurse. I don't have a doctor. Okay. We've had this conversation before. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a wife? Yeah. Thank, thanks, doc. I appreciate it. I just want to say that you are a really great doctor. Nurse. I appreciate all the popsicles. <laughs> she smiles at all of you and she's like, you're good kids. Um, you all do have a visitor. Well, a couple visitors. Huh? I'm not going to send them in at the same time, but Paul or not would like to come in and talk to you all. Again, nothing can happen while you're still in our care. He can't arrest you. I think he just wants to talk. Yeah, it looks to April. Like, is she okay with that? <laughs> April, uh, like, in hearing that, turns and looks out the window and and nods. Worst comes to worst, I'm pretty sure we can overpower him. <laughs> Bunny Knight rolls her eyes and she's like, you don't have to fight in a hospital. Okay, anyway, I'll go ahead and send him in. I'm really glad that you're feeling better, April. And then she walks out. April turns to uh, Velvet and uh, kind of looks a little nervous and, and fidgets at, at, the, at the hospital blanket. And she just says, Did your, is your friend okay? That's a question for T. How is April doing? <laughs> How's Lily doing? <laughs> Lily's Lily doing. What the fuck is wrong with me? Today? You're so good. You just love both of us, and it's understandable. <laughs> I mean, it's true. You're uh, just very gay. As April asks that question, we see another editor's note that says a little while earlier, and 
we see Lily and Velvet. If Lily asked you to meet somewhere to have a conversation, not at the hospital, somewhere else, where would the two of you have met? Um, in the park outside our old high school. Excellent. And but like after hours, so there aren't high school kids there. <laughs> Perfect. I think we get like a panel of a long vertical panel of the two of you sitting like on a park bench with just a smattering of stars above you. And there's just a small voice bubble coming from Lily that says, why didn't you tell me? I, well, I tried to go back to my family and I didn't, I wasn't even able to really get words out before that went very south. So I didn't, I wouldn't be able to handle it if the same thing happened with you or Jimmy for that matter. I really want to say that it wouldn't have that it all would have been okay, but I don't know. I mean, the first time I saw you, I mean, admittedly, you're terrifying and intentionally so, but I can't guarantee that I wouldn't have been freaked out. Yeah, shit went south really fast. Uh, and turns out I have fear powers, too. So, like, yeah. Do you know what I saw in that reflection? No. I saw him kill you. And not the human you. The you as you are. I don't know when I realized it, but... I... No matter what you look like, no matter what you're made out of, you're still my Izzy. I... I think... Velvet's eyes wobble as if they're watering and she just kind of leans against Lily I'm sorry I went away yeah well um, you always were kind of an idiot so yep <laughs> for what's worth that hasn't changed now I'm just an unkillable idiot she smiles and she's like an unkillable idiot who's a superhero here is a stretch, but I do try to help somehow. Your team seems pretty cool. Yeah, I like them a lot. Some of them a lot, a lot. Um, We were thinking about going and living in the woods and being cryptids together. Want to come? She pulls back and blinks at you. <laughs> and then she's like, I do still want to do the college thing. Okay. Okay. But oh, that's good. That's a good choice. Maybe I could come visit sometime? Sure. Yeah. I think we need some time to figure things out again anyway. Plus, I mean, if things don't work out with you, like, your friend April's really cute, so... I She is. She really is. But... I don't know. Like, even if shit doesn't work out, I kind of want you in my life, if that's okay. She leans against you and she says, yeah, I want you in my life too. And unless you want anything else out of that scene, Jersey, we're going to turn the page. That That's a good page turn. Perfect. And we turn the page and there's a onomatopoeia of a knock on the door. Or rather, like, the door frame because the door is already open. 
Mm-hmm. And we are back in the present, and Paul is standing there. Paul? April greets him with, like, with uh, downcast eyes. She just, she she looks down, stares down at the uh, the blanket. Um, I think Honey hasn't left April's side, and if it's okay, I think she's just gonna hold one of your hands. Aww. I think Jimmy steps forward into Paul's face, like... What do you want? Huh? 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 Yeah, really? you're interrupting the foursome. We should let him speak. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh sorry. I was I was going to let him eventually. And and Jimmy takes a couple steps backwards. But uh then he says, "But I can always move forward again." You're doing great, hon. <laughs> <laughs> He clears his throat, and then he's like, the official saber stance is that, April, you were incredibly reckless and unnecessarily endangered a group of people, that the best option would have been just to let him go and to not hurt the city. And Saber is not pleased with that action. And I, of course, have the same reaction that Saber does. Yeah, I know. After you say that, he, like, reaches into his pocket and, like, pulls out a small card and hands it to Jimmy and then just, like, nods towards April. In a very, like, give this card to April way. Sorry, I <laughs> I almost made a dumb joke. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you can. <laughs> Why are you handing me your subway? Oh, no, sorry, no, this isn't a subway card. Okay. They need cards for that? Oh, the sandwich, not the not the underground tunnel. The, the it's got four stamps on it, so it's pretty close. He smirks and is like, "Just read the goddamn card, April." April nods and and waits for for Jimmy to bring over the card. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, uh, Jimmy stands there kind of cluelessly. Oh, oh, uh, and uh, he <laughs> he uh, brings it over to April. Uh, she takes the card and opens it. And on the card, it's a pretty sparse message, but it says, Car outside, all your stuff inside, don't get caught. April, like, uh, kind of blinks a couple of tears out of her eyes, and then she looks up at Paul to, like, incredulously to be, to, like, she's, I think she's trying to gauge whether this is, like, some last trick that he is up his sleeve um and then i think she just uh after kind of looking into his eyes she nods and and clutches the card to her chest and exhales and he says there will be a trial and we will be holding you responsible for the damage and the injuries you've caused it will be a fair trial jury of your peers but as soon as you're out of this hospital bed, as soon as the doctor has cleared you to leave, you're going to be escorted from this building, not to your Saber dormitory, but to a Saber prison. Uh, a, like, big smile crosses her face, and she's just kind of nodding along with him. Velvet will be like, yeah, we'll fuck you too, and then give him a wink. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jimmy has missed this entirely, and his fists are clenched, and he's, like, quivering with rage. April April sees this and uh like uh just kinda 
uh, clears her throat a little bit and says, no, Jimmy, this is what I deserve. Why are you being so cruel? Jimmy, come over here and hold my hand. My other hand. Jimmy, like, shoots a really dirty look back to Paul, but does what <laughs> does what Honey says. Okay, thank you. And then he sees the card and uh, calms down a little bit. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm I'm just amped up. I'm 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 tense. I know, hon. You're great. Jimmy squeezes uh, Honey's hand a little bit more. Paul looks at all four of you and is like, "For the life of me, I will never understand your whole thing." But thank you all for everything you did. Eh, you're welcome. Velvet thank- is gonna like ooze across all of their laps. <laughs> Honestly, thank you for, thank you for bringing me to everyone, to them. Just keeping all the criminals in one place. Mm-hmm. I think this is where you storm out and maybe distract whoever else is thinking of coming in. He smiles and he's like, always a leader, huh? And then he does, in fact, storm out. <laughs> 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 Okay, that really helps. Anyway, everyone ready to go? Yeah, let's do it. Part of me wants to pull the fire alarm, but I I won't. But part of me wants no. to. No, it, it'll, it'll hurt actual people. That's right. Yeah, this is an actual hospital. Hospital. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Maybe next time. We'll fi- there'll, be other, there'll be plenty of fire alarms. Can we stop by my old high school first? I could do it there. It'll be fine. I... I think we'll talk about it in the car. I think we're technically fugitives now, right? I mean, oh yeah, yeah. But I think this is when Cutie pulls out the coin and like flips it and then catches it. We can go wherever we want. Are we gonna go on a transdimensional road trip? Only if we want to. We can try the forest first, and if they ever get too close to us, transdimensional is okay. Yeah, let's let's try the cryptid thing. Mm-hmm. I still anyway. get to be the Mothman. I'm still the only person that can fly. But I found a set of wings while you were in a coma. Ugh. I'm not going to ask where you got those. She says that she's opening the window. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so are we all going out the window? <laughs> yeah, April like, so. rests her hand on Jimmy and like and like saps some of his energy so that she can do the wrap us in a bubble and float us down thing. Uh, (laughs) And she just kind of shakes her head um, and says, uh, don't, don't ever change. And after April says that line and you all are floating down, we get a shot through the window, looking in from the hospital room and ahead of you, we can see the Harbor and the sun is just starting to come up over it leaving you all in this perfect silhouette of the four of you as a team floating down to the ground. And with that, our issue comes to an end. Moon Harbor Heroes is produced by Icy Sheets, T.P. Huth, Elliot Peterson, and Sean Geddes, and edited by Icy Sheets and Sean Geddes. Icy, they, them, can be found on Twitter at Icy New Year or at IcyNewYear.com. 
Tea or Tess, she or her or they them, can be found on Twitter and Instagram at tphuth94. That's T-P-H-U-T-H-9-4. Elliot, she, her, or they, them, can be found at Elliot Yulen on Twitter. That's E-L-L-I-O-T-Y-L-E-N. Sean, any pronouns, can be found at The Crumpet on Twitter. That's T-H-E-C-R-U-M-P-I-T. This issue was GM'd by T. Hughes. April Blanchard, aka Entropy, was played by J.D. Jackson. JD can be found on Twitter at JD Jackson and is the co-host of Level 7 Access, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Honey Bear, aka Cutie's Vengeance, was played by Fabi Garza. Fabi is a podcaster and game designer. You can find her in the parking lot if you want mass kicking. You can also find her as the voice of Ursa on the Eidolon Playtest podcast. Find more information on all her other podcasts and games on her Twitter at Fabi underscore Garza. That's F-A-B-B-Y underscore G-A-R-Z-A. AZ, aka Velvet, was played by Josie. She is a literal actual dragon, but also an artist and game designer. She can be found on Twitter at Dragon Girl Josie, and her art can be seen at Josie-Art.com. She also played Minx on The Magpies, a Blades in the Dark actual play podcast on CleverCorvids.net, and is excited for everyone to hear Project Blue Jay, a sequel to The Magpies, on that same network. Both can be found on Spotify and other podcatchers. Jimmy, aka Hypeforce, was played by Connor. Connor was born out of a volcano eruption during a lightning storm. His steps shear through obsidian rocks and his bellows rival the crashing waves of the ocean. Unfortunately, his power is so great that he is actively being hunted by a secret government organization that wants to contain and dissect him. Additionally, he is also a pretty prolific liar, for purely entertainment purposes only. Come check out his Twitter, where he's probably talking about other locations you can see slash hear him lie, again, for strictly entertainment purposes, at Conador Crunch on Twitter. That's C-O-N-N-O-D-O-R-E Crunch on Twitter. The music in this issue was Burn the World Waltz by Kevin MacLeod. A link to the license and his website will be in the show notes. Moon Harbor Heroes is played using Masks A New Generation, written by Brendan Conway and produced by Magpie Games. Our logo was designed by Beautiful Beasties. She can be found on Instagram at beastly.doodles or on Patreon at patreon.com slash beautifulbeasties. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at moonharborheroes at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at moonharborcast. If you enjoyed this issue, please leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice or tell a friend. Five-star reviews and word of mouth are really the best way for us to keep bringing these stories to more people. And thank you so much for helping us save the world. We'll see you next issue. And there's a moment of, like, quiet in the room, and then you hear, like, the clittering of... That's not a good word. (laughs) (laughs) the clittering oh my god oh Oh, jesus christ no one was prepared for the clittering i am so so curious about the definition of the word i'm i'm willing to accept that it is one (laughs) you know it's like when you go the clithering? <laughs> it's just another word for bottom surgery. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the clit ending. <laughs> <laughs>